Hello, and welcome to episode number 295 of the Apolog Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Head. 295, that's a lot of talking. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by AIXDSP.com. Get affordable and useful plugins. Get the IC Intuition Compressor. It's a compressor that gives you a clear and intuitive visual display that shows exactly what is happening to your audio at all times. For you audio nerds that like to record stuff, AIXDSP.com is a thing for you. Click the link in the description for more information. Amazon shoppers, the hyperlink is now in the description of this podcast. Or you can go to appleout.ca and click on the banner located on the right side. Bookmark that link and all the links. And every time you shop on Amazon, it will support the show and it costs you no extra money. Patreon. Support my work on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. And you can cancel any time. Go buy some stuff at the shop. Appalog.ca slash shop. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars, please. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Pod. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Now, Ford Pier is a dear old friend. We have known each other going on 30 years. I'm going to say 30 years because 30 years sounds better than 29. Ford and I met uh, through a mutual friend in Mr. Chai Pig and through SNFU. Ford has played in several bands. He played in the Rio Statics for a little while, actually. I uh, played in Massey Hall, played there, quote unquote, last show at Massey Hall. He's a good guy. He actually sang backups with me on the song called Bobbit. And he is a singer-songwriter based out of Vancouver. He has put out a record a while ago. It's called Gormful of Maya. It's an unpaired word, meaning obtuse. There you go. Learn something every day. Ford has been on the show before, and we talk at length uh, about Mr. Chai Pig, about his record, a little bit about the record, actually, but mostly about being musicians in Canada during the plague of plagues. Everybody, here he is, Mr. Ford Pier on the Apple Out Podcast. to smoke a pipe used to pipe Re- recreational yeah. air uh rec- yeah, well, yeah what am i trying to say it was well the first the first time that i quit smoking i decided uh the way to do this is is to exchange a habit for a hobby oh, okay and i thought that i'd learn all about smoking pipes and i went around smoking a pipe for a couple of years and it just i don't, I don't know why i stopped i really enjoyed it it was a great conversation starter yeah <laughs> So you smoke a pipe? Yes, I do. I, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's good. Uh, you you remind me of my dad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It depends who says that, really. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, by the way. Uh, it's it's been, good to be back. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think you were just before the 200th episode. I think. Okay. And I'm at almost 300 now. Wow. All right, congratulations! Yeah. Thank you good for you. Thank you. It's good. To, it's good to. It's good to be have staying power. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why does it take twenty five years to uh, put out a solo record? That's a, that's a question. 
26. Um, I, uh, let me see here. Well, um, I, I was putting out records with bands yeah. for the, uh, the, the period in between those two, like, um, uh, I had regular performing lineups, uh, that I would make my records with. And, uh, you know, so there's like eight others of those or something. Also, I was playing in the show business giants and making those records. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also had, uh, uh, another, I, I guess I still do. I have another band, which is like kind of a, a string quartet with me singing, which is called strength of materials. So there's, you know, depending upon how you look at it, any of the stuff that has my name on the top could be like a solo record, mm -hmm. but it's not since meconium, uh, when I was rather full of myself and, you know, like felt as though I had something to prove. It's like, I have no idea how to make a record, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make a record, which is something that people usually do when they're like 18 or 19 or whatever. I was 24, <laughs> you know, like that's, I was kind of a, it's pathetic that I had that, that sort of <laughs> an attitude about that record, but I haven't done one like that since then. So okay. that's that's what that's where the twenty five years part comes in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember. I remember being twenty four. Oh gosh, <laughs> beautiful times. So, so yeah. So you're doing this kind of for a good reason too, right? You're 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 raising awareness of sorts, aren't you? Not really. No. No. Uh, they, they, uh, I did that last year, like when the when the record first the the record. Uh, is it came out digitally almost a year ago. Oh, okay. And uh, COVID was something new then. Lockdown was certainly new. Nobody really knew what... Um, uh, they wouldn't know it's staying power, that's for sure. No, we didn't, we didn't have any, any uh, real sense of how it was going to reconfigure our lives. And uh, I just thought, well, this is... I was planning a tour the way I might have ordinarily and planning putting out a record the way that I might have ordinarily. And it just like, yeah, everything's different now. Yeah. So I just like in the middle of the night, one night I decided I'm going to put it out now on Bandcamp, pay what you can. And then it did sort of seem as though I have friends who live and work on the downtown East side in Vancouver, which is not a, a, a nice part of the country or the world. And uh, I was not able to visit them or check in on them. And uh, uh, they're sort of the last people to get any kind of help. And I had no idea what sort of assistance might have been going out to them during that time. They wound up being pretty well served. But I think that it was, you know, like just through the, the dogged efforts of the types of organizations that I, you know, I put out uh, a, a short, limited, handmade edition of uh, a CD of the album, and people bought that online, and I just routed all of that money towards COVID relief on the downtown east side. Um, you know, it's somebody that we both know, uh, or knew, was, you know, uh, Ken Chin, yeah. who yeah. I... I had I had seen him last in the hospital uh, in February of last year, and then he had 
he had gone home, he had gone back to his neighborhood and everything, and there was no way that I could make it down there to check in on him. Yeah. You know, I was I was at home for, for a couple of months, same as most people were. And uh, that was, uh, I, at least partially I was thinking of him when uh, when I decided to send the, the money that was raised through those sales that way. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I saw Chai around this time last year, actually. He, oh, yeah? Yeah, I was in town with Platinum Blonde. And um, we did the, oh, really? oh, showed okay. the Commodore, and I I walked uh, I walked to uh, what was it three eight four, the what was the name three forty three his 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 haunt his haunt yeah, yeah. and uh, I saw him you know and it wasn't the same you know listen we've all we all have aged in our you know yeah. but uh, he he definitely uh, was not the same chai that I knew no you know and. He was too busy drawing and to hang out. And it was sort of like, all right, I was there for five minutes and I left. It was too, yeah. it was too heartbreaking. And, yeah. uh, you know, well, the, his, his last couple of years took a big bite out of him. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that I saw, I'm glad that I saw him at the very end. And I'm glad that I saw him like just over a year ago, I was able to visit with him in the hospital when he didn't have a whole lot of people around. And, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, there was a bunch of people like bringing him beer and stuff. I thought, what type of fucking people are doing that? Like, who? who? Well, you I didn't, don't know. You didn't well, think about beer, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I. Uh, but uh, you know, I was, I was with him when he died. Yeah. And uh, I really wished that I had a beer that I could have wet the little sponge. Yeah, for <laughs> for his lips with or whatever. I mean, like, what's he gonna do? Get better? Yeah, you that's know? true. That's true. Go on out of here. Get a job. Yeah. Buy a house. Start a new band. You know? Go on tour. There's a legitimacy to that argument. Like, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. So better days ahead, and uh, uh -huh. you know, and it's been a it's been a hard year for everybody. Everybody's had a a real tough go at it and we're all uh we're all feeling the brunt man and it's just what just because it's 2021 doesn't mean we can't be real you know get off the throttle we all need to you know do that stupid thing and not you know no there's and and there's you know uh, now now is the time to uh you know now that it's 2021 and things have you know seem to have changed politically and there's a lot of hope in the air and so moat there be i think that that's correct but you know uh i am put in mind of the way that things were uh you know just after uh just after 9 11 mm -hmm. and there are conditions which were top of mind at that time uh which you know a lot of them don't really exist anymore but we still live our lives as though they do i mean like airplane travel is now a horrible ordeal you got to yeah. take off your belt and your shoes yeah and uh um that's that's something that we didn't get back will we ever probably not not for a long time anyway and i you know i wonder about masks and i wonder about social distancing in our part of the world every everywhere is different as yeah. i understand it but you know uh i i worry that a lot of these things are going to cast a longer shadow than they need to and that's just the way that life is now yeah. and people will grow up with that and it'll be fine it won't be necessarily worse than what there was before but it 
you know, to people like you and me who liked the way things were before, it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like there is a certain type of get off my grass mentality to the whole thing in my side. Yeah. And I I truly think, you know, I, I listen, as we both kind of grew up in punk rock and we were punk rockers or even whether or not we liked the mm-hmm. music or not, we were we had this sort of sense of uh, rebellion in the 90s. And now as a 50 year old something, I feel like we should just be doing just just follow the rules. Like, you know, we'll get <laughs> just do the rules, like do the thing you're supposed to do. We'll get through it. Everybody fine. I won't die, hopefully, of COVID and neither will you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I think that the, the crucial lessons to be drawn from a, from a, uh, an upbringing in, a, in an underground community or, a, you know, an alternative arts movement or whatever is uh, you uh, subordinate your own desires <laughs> to uh, what is best for the collective. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just sort of, you know, like little kids learn about sharing and everybody, no, nobody would really argue with that. Nope. Except that when uh, your uh, your community uh, or uh, the, the types of uh, the, the culture that you're into represent some sort of an alternative, uh, you have to operate like that every day. Uh, that's that's just how it works and you have you have real illustrations of that all the time that um uh a lot of people don't necessarily have to confront all the time and uh so it it might be easier for somebody who's who's grown up in an underground music community or art community to sort of well obviously you know these are the times when everybody pulls together yeah everybody does inconvenient things which is you know like the exact opposite message that some people would draw from punk or whatever is like i don't care what everybody else is doing i'm going to do what i want to do all right well great trump was a punk then yeah <laughs> yeah good point good point well taken yeah absolutely um yeah you know the sense of community is definitely strong also with independent and the know. first the first couple of months of of the pandemic were great that way I don't know whether I can't speak for everybody's neighborhood or whatever, but you know, people exchanged meaningful glances at the supermarket, made room for each other. And did you notice that? Yeah, there was. Did you have some sense of that? Yeah, there was really like I had, I had kind of, I, I had thought for a long time in my life, what, what the world means right now is some kind of a wartime mobilization where we're all on the same page about something which is important to all of us. Agreed. You know, in the way that things like really music and sports are the only things that I, you know, the, the only communal experiences that spring to mind where everybody, no matter what they, who they, who they vote for or whether they prefer Coke or Pepsi or whatever, if they're all there, at the Rush show, or at the Descendants show, or at the hockey game, or whatever, they are all in there. sending the positive vibes in the same direction. Yeah, and they're all there for you know they they're getting the same things out of it. Yeah, and you don't that that's just not something that happens 
socially or politically all that often anymore. World's too complicated. Yeah. It's, 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 it's good that it's more complicated because that means that it's more nuanced and there's more attention to detail. Yeah. Hopefully it'll get more complicated. Yeah. But yeah. it's really great when, you know, I mean, the mythology is that people like kind of pulled together for World War II. Um, and, uh, there was it's a silly comparison, but I, I, I feel as though there was a little of that Yeah, uh, I, uh, a yeah. year ago and it, you know, then the weather got nice and people were like, okay, enough. I want my life back. This is bullshit. Yep. I want to go on my jet ski. There was, uh, I know there was a cutting off period of like, when I just, because I, everything I sort of, my whole judgment of society is based on traffic etiquette <laughs> you know there are always yeah. assholes that will cut you off and there's always people that let you in and you're right yep. for a brief period of time there's more people going you go no you go no you go yeah. okay i'll go you know and and then there was like this moment like when it hit like may it was like yeah. turned right back to where it was and i was like god yeah. damn it. people drive like assholes again yeah <laughs> i i think that i think that uh people became impatient with uh, the number of times that uh, those in authority who seem to be doing a good job at first were like, nah, actually, we were wrong about this one thing. What you actually have to do is this. Yeah. yeah. And there was just a little bit too much of that. And, and there, were, there were some people with an agenda who made, who made hay with, out of that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, too bad that, that that happened because it was nice. It was. Yeah, I, I work for a municipality-run theater in, in just one, a couple of towns over. And um, that was the last thing that people really cared about at that point. It was sort of like, let's entertain people. And it was like, mm -hmm. no, let's not do that. You know, <laughs> why don't you talk yeah. about entertaining people and then we'll just say, no, it's fine. We're not going to do that. Um, but it seemed like the arts did take a bad backseat when it came to like uh, um, on that municipal level of like regional, like uh, the people need to have like food, masks and sanitizer way down that list was art and entertainment, you know? Yes and no. Yeah. Um, I noticed, uh, well, you know, everybody knows that uh, sorts of, you know, like uh, virtual performances or whatever are a poor substitute for anything. They don't count. They're an entirely different thing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, like watching a very poorly produced video. There's no immediacy about it, no intimacy. There's just no way around it. Even if there's comments happening in real time or, uh, let's see, uh, somebody has a request. Uh, I'll play that right now. No, 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 no. It just doesn't work. The electricity isn't there. But there were some things that happened, like um, a whole bunch of uh, archives opened themselves up for free on the on the web or you know like the metropolitan opera started doing free streams every day stuff like that there was there was a real acknowledgement that the only thing that was going to keep people sane was their culture their entertainment and uh the you know the logical thing to have the you know the people who <laughs> who actually come up with all of this stuff also need to be making a living or whatever you did but most people's thinking didn't go that far it was more like 
hey, isn't it wonderful that there's all this free stuff on the computer now? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's also, you know, you're right. You, but you, you've said several good points. The point is the bar was lowered and, and how people are entertained. Everything was a compromise. Um, like, let's, you know, we were doing parking lot shows. Compromise mm -hmm. to actual social gathering because it's, yeah. the, it's like a, a loophole. Like, we're all in our cars, so it's kind of safe, you know, even though we all go to the same washroom, you know. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but, but that's that's horseshit. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I mean, like the 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 subtext of anything like that is 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 liberty of yeah. of some kind or another, and so you know, like having having those sorts of of uh, limitations being put on the experience is like. You really have to work hard to accept to, it yeah. to get your to yeah. get yourself around that. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I know we worked a few, and I, I, you know, I gotta admit, like, because I like driving movies and things like that. There was one moment when I was at the very back, because we were organizers, we weren't up front in the thick of it. We were in the back, and uh -huh. I got out my car, and I'm walking around. The sun's going down, and I could just barely hear the music from that ABBA tribute band, you know, and I'm like. Uh -huh. Oh, oh, okay, I get it now. It's kind of quiet. Everybody's in their car, you know. There was that moment, but it's really about five minutes. It's like the <laughs> whole getting in there and then finding a spot and then, you know, it's stinking hot in the summer kind of thing. But there was just a little brief twilight of, oh, okay, this makes it kind of worth it for me, you know. I, that, I hear what you're saying, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I shouldn't. I, I, I shouldn't minimize. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, people have had wonderful times playing them and going to them. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, for things like that, all of the different workarounds or, yeah. uh, you know, makeup strategies or whatever. One thing that I keep on waiting for is for something to emerge, uh, which operates properly in that sphere. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, it's it's not like sort of a half-ass version of something else. That's yeah. the way that you experience it. Yep. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it might be out there. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, like maybe it just has to you know make the rounds before everybody is doing it. But I imagine that it would be a different sort of artist, not necessarily a person whose job is to play music in real time in room in front of people and yeah. breathe the same air as them and everything. Yeah. Yeah, one thing as as humans, we're pretty adaptive, you know, like sure. when when it was too cold, we built houses. <laughs> you know, that's that's the basic of it. But if we yeah. needed to be entertained, we figured out a way. And you yeah. know, and some people are saying like this, you know, the whole live streaming thing got pushed ahead at least 10 years in technology because it was a necessity, like people had to, you know, yeah. like the the Live Nations and all the big promoters, they got caught with their pants down. They lost billions of dollars. And now they're trying to catch up, and it feels good a little bit as someone who said, "Yeah, we should we should have been doing that two years ago if we were going to sort of get people into you know, you know, our theater's six hundred seats. We could have an extra thousand people watching the show if we were doing uh -huh. a good job." As what you were saying, a good job at giving you something, you know, that you know, it would be nice. It's 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 still something though. It's it it's it's still. It's it's a different thing, and the comparison is not how do we bring concerts to people who can't go to concerts because it's not a concert anymore. It's some kind mm -hmm. of a cast, right? Yeah. It's a different thing. It's like um, when uh, 
Oh, I can't even think of it. Well, okay, like, you know, these choral pieces that used to be written for, you know, cathedrals that had this many levels on them and everything, and, and, and music that was, uh, that, was, that was written to reverberate in that sort of a space and take advantage of the distance in between different voices stationed, like, a yeah. hundred feet away from each other or whatever. Well, what do you do in the absence of a building like that? You don't write that kind of music. Yeah. You write a string quartet or, uh, you know, a, a tighter piece of music. Yeah. Writing some sort of a, a, a compromised version of that for uh, a context that won't support it yeah. is unsatisfying to everybody who wants that. You come up with something new, exactly. which works in the space that you have available. And that is what I'm waiting for from, you know, some kind of a, uh, a web concert or whatever. Something that could only be a web concert. Something yeah. that would be a disappointment if you were to catch it live. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've, you've said it true. Absolutely. Because there's times when you watch concert videos and you watch the video of the video and that looks better than if you were at the concert <laughs> you know what i mean you're like whatever's in yeah. the back you're like oh my god that looks amazing because somehow the cap the camera has captured that better but you're yeah. right somewhere in there in this sort of mess of uh, everybody adapting someone will break out and make something that's really cool really you know we have the van gogh we have a drive through van gogh um um exhibit Oh, yeah, okay. And you can walk cool. through or yeah. drive through. And yes. that, to me, is like the same thing. It's it's not just making lemons with lemon, lemonade with lemons. It's actually uh -huh. like, let's let's see how we can push something. You know what I mean? That push the boundaries of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so you watch, you look at sunflowers, and it's like massively sized. And it, you're sitting there and looking at this uh, splendor. It's, it's a, there's a wow factor because they figured out that's kind of what people want. And you never know until you do it, right? Like, if it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, you never know. Yeah. It, it seems to me as though the, the next step with something like that is in instead of uh, uh, re repurposing Van Gogh for an experience like that, is you have somebody create something with that in mind. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And have that, have that be just as overwhelming and transformative for yeah. the people who experience it is like getting inside the sunflowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Disney ride. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how, you know, uh, how's everything else out that way? I mean, I haven't been out there for a year, but... I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> don't know. How's the supermarket? <laughs> I, know, I, know how, I know how things are in my apartment and at the record store where I work, and then other than that, yeah, there's... You know, uh, every everybody's waiting for life to get back to normal. Have you taken up any new hobbies, or has there been any sort of jigsaw puzzle uh, mania? New kind of hobbies? No, no, not particularly. There was, uh, um, I did watch the opera a lot during the deep lockdown period, and we got a couple of new kittens, and I. Uh, I was a little better about about my exercise regimen. I just went for my first run of the new year because in the first week of of this year I had hernia surgery. Oh. Which I had just been sort of like it sounded like the the recovery from it would be a real drag, which it which it was. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really feel as though 
I had the time for it. <laughs> and I had figured out a number of, you know, just kind of ways to compensate for the fact that I had this irritation over on one side. You know, I would just kind of favor the other side if I was lifting something. Right. Or, right. And uh, I had kind of forgotten all about it. And then uh, I was... I, I was I was offered a time when they would be able to operate on me, and it seemed to me like yeah I I'm not going to be doing any traveling or performing anytime soon, and uh, it's right after Christmas, and so things are going to be a little slower at the store, and so yeah I'll I'll go for it, mm-hmm. and so I've just been like kind of lying around like a slug for <laughs> the first part of 2021. Not really using my my body very much, but yeah, yeah. Today I decided, okay, enough's enough. I'm gonna go out for a jog, and it felt about how you would think that it felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I ride a bike, and it's we can't ride bikes right now. But I train for this thing we do in June, and I start training as soon as the snow melts. I I get out and start riding. And it, I remember, like, the first couple of weeks, it's like, ooh, not sexy at all. No, not good. <laughs> why, why can't you ride bikes? Well, right now, it's, like, minus nine and windy. and. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's not all. Yeah, like, for, I, 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 I thought that it might have been a... Uh, it was. A, a public safety measure or something. <laughs> and I just forget that everywhere is not like here. Yeah, we had snow. We had snow last week. and, and It all went know, away. Yeah. yeah, it went away very quickly. Yeah, we had, you know, we had some, if we're going to do weather. I mean, we had some pretty good weather, but today it was like, nah, man, we're not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done yet. So you just get war- dressed up warm. and uh, But, uh, you know, hey, I want to hear, I want to hear a couple songs because it came out like, like, Two days ago, three days ago, three days, two days, two days. Which did your record? No. It says here um, release twenty seventh of February, twenty twenty one. That's what it says. I didn't. It make, does. Yeah, it does. I'm looking at it right here. Gornful and Maya. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why it says that. It should say that it can't. Well. The, the digital version of it came out on the 26th of March of oh. last year. <laughs> and then the, the, uh, um, and then the vinyl came out on my 50th birthday in September. That's insane. Well, and then, and the, but the, the, the thing that's coming up though, is this other video. Oh, maybe that's why the dates are all messed up. Well, but is it already come up? Why is this date just an arbitrary date put to me? And I make me look like a goddamn fool for it, Pierre. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether the, the 20, 27th of February, what yeah. was happening then? I don't know, but I can show it to you. <laughs> I, that's a, I, I believe you. Um, that's okay. But you, either way, the, no, no matter when it, when it came out, the, the, music is still, the music is still fine. It's still new to somebody. Still, yeah, you know, somebody, somebody's gonna go. Oh, this is a new record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really, I picked one out. My one of my favorite. This on withholding song is. Uh, oh, okay. It's yeah. It's it's brilliant. Here it comes.
chief of the gods Takes the patron of fidelity to be his queen They finish each other's thoughts And one is the glory of the other, wouldn't you say? I saw your lips moving And it's important to talk a funny voice or a confabulation connotation denotation or a gestalt or use half understood terminology from science like aggressive margins or loading the fall there's something in there that's worth hearing i know that it only be made less so if you From a place I'm not Then leave a space-shaped life The thing it is you wish I thought On second thought We're gonna have to agree to disagree I hate fighting about fighting And I'm not sure I'm satisfied That you know what trust looks like Or understand it isn't worthless If it's broken sometimes Finish each other's thoughts And one is the glory of the other Wouldn't you think I heard those wheels turning Hey, song's over. Oh, yeah. And you know what? There's three seconds of dead air on there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not judging. No, no. No, I love that song. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's Thanks, a Thanks, Simon. Song. Yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. Feels good. Um, so, so is it, here's an actual legitimate question. I, I think I know the answer, but when you're doing a solo thing, do you get kind of really stuck in your head or do you need people to bounce off of like, how do you compartmentalize being a solo artist versus versus playing in a group? Um, uh, like when recording? Yeah, if or you're collaborating, when, songwriting, or sort of like working through. Well, I don't play well with others. I'm not much of a collaborator in the songwriting department. I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm. I've been uh, sort of tyrannical with the bands that I've been in before. I'm. Uh, uh, had a had a well not entirely I mean like the the contributions of the people that I played with were invaluable of course but I I would give them demos of of their parts and I just kind of went out of my way to make the demos sound as bad as possible or to make them sound like a ringtone so that the you know when they when they played it like a human it would you know it would have their stamp and their heartbeat in it and uh, you know bring it to life but the but the notes and rhythms are generally material that i provide mm-hmm. and then i would say that the thing about doing it 
all by myself is that I don't have anybody else to blame <laughs> when things don't turn out perfectly. And so um, it actually took me a longer time to make this last record than it took... Then it took. I mean, like the the last Vengeance Trio record. The Vengeance Trio was was the uh, the band that I had out here for like ten years. That that played uh, most of the like rock stuff that I did, and we toured the United States and Canada, and we uh, we made two records with that lineup, and the one that we uh, the the last one that we did came out uh, was two thousand. 18 maybe um, it it took like a year to finish it off because we just did it in dribs and drabs but in terms of man hours it took uh, less time I think than this last one because I kept on making mistakes and had to roll the tape back and do it again and Mm-hmm. Are you <laughs> so, are you your own worst critic, or is it because uh, you know? I know it's really hard being a musician that records their own stuff. I'm that guy, you know. I, mm-hmm. I I get it, but the compartmental like part of it is being objective about what you think is good and what you think other th- people might think is good. That's my always my big question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, I have you know like little favorite things hidden away in the uh in the arrangements and in the in the fabric of you know the song and the in the 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 words and the and the changes uh which are my little favorite things which i wrote just sort of for me and they're not really there to be have a big deal made of them or to be noticed really but there's like yeah yeah i like that cool little thing there and so i have to um just sort of recalibrate my ears when I'm deciding whether a performance is any good or not to focus on what is really important about the song and not those little events, hmm. which I just kind of put in there for my own pleasure. Yeah. And it's <laughs> the, those little events too, that kind of sometimes get you lost in the weeds. I'm speaking on my, on behalf of myself, by the way. Yeah, they, they do definitely. And they, you know, like you can, I've I've done it before. I've I've mixed a song completely upside down before. Now uh, I I don't uh, uh, handle the nuts and bolts myself. That I always like leave it to the professionals is my <laughs> motto. And so yeah. uh, well, this one was it was uh, um, recorded by a friend of mine who has a really good hobby studio in his basement he doesn't do a whole lot of recording but he sure knows how to Mm -hmm. and so and he has you know like great musical ears and so i could you know abdicate authority to him on you know whether things were in tune or in time or whatever so that i'm not thinking about it like that and i can just give myself over to to the performance and allow myself the freedom to make mistakes um and then it was mixed uh, it was mixed by uh, Howard Redekop, who, well, he's uh, done uh, new pornographers and destroyer stuff, and Tegan and Sarah, and mm-hmm. Mother Mother, and when uh, I first met him, when he was playing in Veal, oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a he's a, a you know like a, a great mixing engineer. What did he play in Veal? 
That's Luke the Bass. Same thing. Bass. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah he was. Yeah. I had a funny moment with Veal in Banff, actually, because I was recording bands out of the back of my van, and Veal were playing in Banff, and the band I was recording was the promoter in Banff, and I forget his name, but he was sort of a kind of a big guy, and he had a reggae band. And I remember hanging out with like Luke Doucette, who I'd never really met before, and we're sitting yeah. talking, because they're Vancouver guys, right? So we're like, hey, I know these guys, I know that guy. So it was a very fun night. And um, Whitehorse came to play our, our venue, and, yeah. uh, and Luke didn't remember it, but I remember so I was telling him, ah, it was so much fun. It's not like there was booze or drugs involved. It was just like so much fun hanging out with music dudes, you know what I mean, in, in band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, okay. So, because, you know, I I've, I think usually, I think beyond my, um, I think about myself, like, oh, I, I, I do most of this stuff. And I find it very hard, even if I'm just trying to be a performer, just to try to realize what's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's tough to... You know, you need someone like yeah, someone behind the board to go. Yeah, that really, really, really shitty. Yeah. You gotta. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at uh, wearing different hats at once. Uh, I mean, it uh, it really messes with me when I'm working with that string quartet of mine, the Strength of Materials, which is basically a rock band. It's not, you know. A classical ensemble or whatever it's a it's a rock band except that all the parts are played by a, a string quartet and they play parts that i've written for them and everything and uh but i'm also the vocalist and so when we practice which is primarily for my benefit because they're reading all the time <laughs> and uh although you know like they they have to familiarize themselves themselves with it and uh know who else in the ensemble to watch and uh i am of so little help to them when when we practice just because i find that i can't read along and sing properly at the same time it's really weird uh, more you know better equipped musicians are able to sort of do all of that stuff at once and you know talk in between phrases issue instructions while still giving a performance or whatever i cannot do that mm -hmm. for the life of me yeah. it's a funny when when you see, you know, like, uh, oh, let me see here. Certain types of funk bands or ska bands are really bad for this sort of onstage behavior where they, you know, like one of them will, they'll, they'll be playing like some crazy rave up which has everybody dancing around and one of them will like kind of sidle over to another one and whisper something to them and they'll both be laughing and still playing their parts perfectly or whatever, <laughs> which is which is pure theater. It's yeah. just like, yeah, here we are. We're, you know, conservatory musicians. We can do this in our sleep, and we are actually going to discuss what we're doing right now while doing it perfectly. <laughs> and some of you can see that and are going to be impressed by that. Yeah. I hate that behavior. It's chew gum and uh, skip and whatever it is at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not... It's definitely, uh, and you know, and I, I get it with classical musicians because they're reading and they're following this this invisible train, like just choo 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 choo, and they're not listening to you. And usually, that's important if they're all list. That's a band, right? You know, a band would listen if you try to slow it up a little bit with your voice. Chances are they won't take that cue because it's not on the page, so to speak. They, they, uh, they do, um, uh, and it's, uh, it's just a question of. Which uh, which part of the machine is, you know, like, 
they all have to it's fascinating the way that a string quartet rehearses uh not not just my stuff and my little string quartet but the the way that they rehearse stuff is it's mostly talking you know like playing something all the way through once they've done all the talking is pretty easy yeah but you know like they'll just now bar 173 i can't see everybody's does anybody actually play on the one here because i have an eighth note rest so where you know like who do we follow and so those are the markings that they make in their parts or whatever is who to have eyes on yeah and uh they do more or less the same thing in strength of materials um you know who's who's going to cue this part or that or whatever and it's i don't know i used to try harder to offer con constructive guidance one way or the other but uh they the more that they kind of figured out what my idea for the band was they just took that on themselves mm -hmm. and which is great frees me up to you know like just sort of stand there screaming and waving my arms over the top of these beautiful sounds that they're creating and i only really correct them at the rehearsal stage if they're doing something entirely wrong which never ever happens yeah i miss playing with that band so much like it we started it almost 10 years ago when some of them were very young and just eager to involve themselves in as many different sorts of projects as possible uh and you know now they're older and there have been some kids and they don't have the time that we've once had to you know get together every every few weeks and just have a bottle of wine and run through what we know just for fun huh. they do not have that sort of time professional classical musicians with their bulging date books yeah and that was actually that was one of the last shows that i got to play before before playing was put on hold for a while we did we did a show we we did a show at the at the at the China Cloud, and uh, in the last week of January, something like that. And not long after that, all of the shows started getting canceled, and that yeah. was that. Yeah, I got a show booked that was supposed to be booked in May twenty seventh. I got to move to October twenty twenty two. It's like I hope we're still a band by then. No promises. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I you know, I really I feel really bad for people who who perform because yeah, I know it's there's no way it's an itch, right? You know, you need to itch that itch. You need to, you know, you need to yeah. s serve it, you know, and it's not an ego thing. It's an actual it's people's the, the way of life for people, and I'm sure you can relate, you know, like Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hard to explain to people who who aren't performers. Um especially the way that, you know, performance is is uh is looked upon now it's looked upon as being less specialized you know anybody can be in a band anybody can make a record there's nothing mysterious about it and that's you know those are those are good things but people who do it a lot mm -hmm. and people who have devoted their lives to it um you know do it because there's uh something that they get out of it which nothing else in life provides them with and uh to have that taken away from you i mean like i've 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 done you know like 
at least a show a month since I was 16 or 17 years yeah. old, you know? So this last year has been pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, I, uh, it hasn't, it hasn't been fucking with my head or anything, but it's like, whoa, this is, this is a very different thing. Also, I haven't had any reason to like jump up in the air for the first time in my life. You know, I was thinking about this, like physically as an animal, speaking as an animal, I have not, you know, like left the ground to an altitude of over two feet for (laughs) the first time since I could jump two feet in the air. And you're going to feel it the first time. You're going to feel it the first time you do. You're like, ooh, oh, okay, slower next time. Oh, (laughs) fuck, yeah, it's going to be just terrible. I mean, like, having that that first run this afternoon after two months of not doing it was bad enough. I I hope, I pray and hope, and I don't want to be labeled as a cynic here, but I hope nobody writes the -the on-the-nose COVID songs, too. Like, that's something I'm not looking forward to, like... You know, where it's like, if you mention it, there needs to be a rule. We need to start a rule. You can't put it in a lyric. There's the first rule. That's the, I wrote that rule. That's like, don't do that. It's a good rule. Yeah. Um, anything. Even if it's like you're painting anything abstract. If it says COVID and it just, no, not going <laughs> to, not going to buy it. If it's uh, any sort of one man show, that type of thing. I don't know. I mean, like, I, it's, it's. I wouldn't do it. No. I wouldn't do it, but it seems like it would be, you know, a legitimate thing to do. Mm. As it also seems as though, you know, perhaps it would be even more of a put on. It would be more dishonest as an artist if like, okay, well, this is what I've been going through yeah. for the last year. And it's what my audience has been going through. It's something that we share. It would be uh it would be a prevarication of some kind for me to not address this. Ooh, now, okay. I don't necessarily think that. No. But if somebody were to make that argument to me, I'd have to go, eh, all right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, personally, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm with you to an extent because part of me wants to just forget about 20 and do a redo. Like when this. Oh, yeah. Just, it gets an asterisk. Just a mulligan. You know, yeah, that yeah. one in, in the woods, in the trees, mulligan, you know. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, turn yeah. 50 again this year. Not 51. Yeah. 50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, there, there's a, 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 couple of, a couple of friends of mine who were, who were also ripped off who, on their, uh, their 50th birthdays this last year have formulated the concept of 50 wonderful. Oh, there you which go. Is, which is going to be, it's going to be the new 50 and it's uh. going to be even better. Are you in the, are you in the club? Are, are you, you, what, 1970? Yeah. Yep. Me too. What year? What yeah, month? Yeah. What month? September the 26th. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I'm older than you because I was born in June. Ah, uh, there we go. <laughs> Remember that in, in public school? Like, I'm uh, I'm 11 and three quarters, you know. Like. Yeah. Well, I didn't turn the uh, the age for the year until school had already started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's, a, that's a big deal to Libras. It's your little kid coming into, like, the big kid's world, even though it's, like, mm. literally six months difference. <laughs> six months difference is a, is a lot. It is. When, when you're, when a, you're a, a kid. Yeah. When you're a tyke. Yeah, for sure. Let's hear one more. Let's hear I'll Tell the World, because I like that song, too. Something bad 
have a number of the music of the spheres Stories told by open spaces that last for years I'll tell the world Well, anyways, this brand new record's really, <laughs> really great. I'm glad it's you like it. Three day record. Uh, it just took. It yeah. just came out three days. It's fresh. It sounds like it only came out like at least a day ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, I might actually be out that way. Uh, but first, let's say goodbyes and uh, just have a little chat before we go. But uh, thanks for do- thanks for doing the show, man. I appreciate it. And that was Mr. Ford Pier. A bit of confusion there, but when the record actually came out, I guess it came out last year, and I got the notification to say, hey, this record just came out, and then I said, hey, Ford, this record just came out, and he said, no, it didn't. It came out like f- five months ago. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody, check out that record, Cornflow Maya. All this stuff, you'll be able to get all the stuff uh, in the podcast description. Yeah, so what's happening? Um, back to work. We're doing... Uh, at the theater, we are doing tapings, live tapings, but we're not doing, and maybe some, and some streaming, but no audience yet. That's probably not going to be till 2029. Whatever. Kind of ruin the whole show part. You play better without people. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please, please. Yeah, so that's my life. Uh, I know I don't like to put too much out there about what I'm doing, because it's all about other people, not about me. And that's the show. So have a great week. 
sorry it took a week to get this out. I went away, went skiing for a couple of days, and I missed the podcast release window. But regardless, I'm doing some other stuff, and God, I can't wait to tell you guys what I'm doing. I got one more thing to do, and then I'm going to make an announcement about what the hell I'm actually doing, what I've been teasing for the past seven months. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Bye-bye. You hang up.